This episode of Podcast and Amplify is sponsored by Origin Mexico. I love my Mexican heritage. And one way that makes me feel connected to my culture is wearing clothes that showcase its rich artistry and traditions. My go-to source for beautiful hand-embroidered blouses is Origin Mexico, a woman-owned and operated brand offering a curated selection of handcrafted and ethically sourced goods from Mexico. All her pieces are like wearable art, but my favorite is my colorful Alheli blouse, handmade in Hidalgo by the Hernandez family. And I love knowing that owner Yasmin Castaneda works closely with each artisan to preserve their traditions while also creating a better quality of life for these working moms. Origin Mexico is helping us celebrate Latinx Heritage Month by offering our listeners 10% off your next purchase by going to originmexico.com and entering code AMPLIFY. Kristen, and you're listening to Podcast and Amplify, a podcast for women entrepreneurs who want to amplify their voice and brand through podcasting and grow a wildly successful business. I'm the executive producer and host of two shows and an entrepreneur, and I love helping women grow their visibility, mindset, and business to the next level. Each week, I share tips on how to launch and leverage your podcast and I'm bringing on the very best business leaders to give you advice on how to build your business empire. Let's amplify your voice and business. Welcome back to the show. Today, my guest is Lisa Leva. She is the founder of The Lifestyle Artist, a lifestyle experiential brand encouraging women to design and curate the life they want to experience every day. I mean, doesn't that just sound amazing? I thought it did when I first had a conversation with Lisa and I really enjoyed it. I think generally we can tend to feel like we need to like follow the steps, right? And do do the things that get us the nine to five job or that generations past maybe work so hard to get. So this idea of like living an unconventional life, is just so important for us to talk about. And I know Lisa helps women do this. So welcome Lisa to the show. Tell us a little bit about your background and how you got to where you are today. Absolutely. Thank you, Kristen, for having me. I think, as you mentioned, we're raised, especially some of us that were born in different decades, that our parents and family members encouraged us to embark on that traditional path. A little bit about me and my background is that I think I always just aspired to a big life, a different life. And while I appreciated the traditions that we're raised in, you know, big families and staying together and staying in the same town and supporting one another, um, it made it really challenging early in my life because I became a single parent very early in my life as well. And so two things. One, I didn't get to embark on that traditional path of education and then career, it was, oh my goodness, I'm a single parent and I want to change my life. But I was then really focused on, I'm going to change my kids' lives and I want them to have a different future. I want them to experience a different life. Not that mine was negative in any way. You know, I, I had a lot of love and a lot of support, but not necessarily always knowing or having the guidance 
that, you know, we all have now and have access to now. I didn't really fully understand that, oh, wow, I didn't have a college fund, but I could still go to college. I didn't have people in my corner that really understood how to teach me or guide me or help me navigate that path. So I had all these different things I had to learn really quickly. And I did. So I did go to college for a couple of years while raising two kids and having a full-time job. But I learned really quickly. And I was fortunate that I had a couple professors in my educational path that really taught me that the core things that I was naturally gifted at and talented at, which was communications and speaking and writing were kind of what I needed to keep uh, honing in on. And the rest was kind of get out there and find that experience. And it was at the cusp of when, you know, the internet was born and entrepreneurship and embracing that, you know, less than traditional path toward a career. So I was lucky. In addition to having that support from my professors, I landed and worked with senior executives. So I was working for CEOs very early on. One of the main things that happened early in my career was that in working with chief executives at the top of, you know, good companies, I was fortunate that People and my teams embraced my natural instinct for business. And when that happened, I was working for one of the largest retail marketing agencies in the United States alongside the chief executive. And he embraced that and, you know, moved me up and advanced me in my career where I was able to have some ownership in something. And that kind of helped me to have that first little glimpse into what freedom could potentially be so that I could embark on things that were more aligned to me, I, I could make those decisions. So the challenges were there. It was having to go in, do the work, have those opportunities where people recognized your talent and wanted to nurture that and teach you. What really was the catalyst for me was having some of that ownership and being able to work for a firm where I was involved in a turnaround, where when the sale of that company happened, you know, I made a little bit of money and found the success that I'd been seeking to to change my life and that of my kids. I decided to start my my consulting business. And that was all the way back in 2000, 2006 to 2008. Being a single parent, being out in the world without that degree sometimes was challenging for me. I had to really go and improve myself. And I'd say that one of the most important things that I share with women today is that non-traditional path that, you know, allowed me to gain the hands-on experience that I really needed to go on in my career and business and really broaden that skill set that has served me so well today that gives me the confidence to always keep evolving and taking the risks. The risks are scary because our culture and our traditions are rooted in, you need to follow that traditional path. You go to school, you get that degree and you go get a job and you pay your bills. Though it sounds like that unconventional path really prepared you for this idea of having an unconventional life. So how are you living an unconventional life today? In owning my own business and starting a lifestyle artist, one of the main things for me was that I'm allowed the freedom to kind of move. I don't like to be stagnant. 
And one of the things that I discovered about my journey and my path is that the motion of being in different places really fuels me. It inspires me. I come up with new ideas. Sometimes I pick up new work. And so right the second I split my time between Laguna Beach and and Mexico is, you know, I kind of said a little bit earlier and in New York because I have clients clients there dictating my own schedule and owning my own business allows me to have that have that freedom which that is probably one of the most important things for me because it does allow me to continue to evolve and grow and be in different places it's what i need and and it's really worked well and served me well in my personal life and and in my business how can other women listening know like oh i i should be doing this and i need to pursue something that feels more aligned. One of the things that I do teach today about that is you do have to be in tune with yourself and discovering those talents that you know you feel good when you're doing those things. And, you know, I've had tools and things in my life, books that I've read that, you know, inspired me or helped me connect those dots and understand that, wow, the highs and the lows are all part of it. It's, it's your own personal journey. And if you get in tune with that journey and you learn to appreciate those lows, like you do the highs, then you don't stay so low all the time. You know that around the corner, there's something better. You just need to embrace it. And in the moment of lows, learn what you need to learn so that you can evolve. And so that, that again is also part of something that I teach. And I kind of refer to that as the serendipity plan of learning yourself. And that freedom really only comes from being able to dictate your life and your schedule. And that's kind of how the lifestyle artist was born. And it's something I've been working on, you know, for at least six years now, that I just felt like the combination of the places where I landed and work and was able to hone in on my skill set and grow that to the moments where I did have small windows of being able to just take a little time off and start my consulting firm to really understand it takes courage. And yes, it's a risk, but do I believe that the rewards are greater than the risk? And they are because you get to really learn what works for you. You know, I'm a little bit of a night owl. I get a lot accomplished sometimes in those evening hours, but Some people aren't, right? Some people want to get up super early and get their day started, but it's all about being in tune with it because I think a lot of people find, you know, or they say, you know, I have these issues or I have ADD or I have this or I have that. And that all may be accurate and true, um, but I do find that when people start to peel back layers and I ask them to kind of strip away that schedule that's being imposed on them because of a nine to five um, or a client that's requiring, you know, you to be on for a certain time of day. If you were to take that away and have the freedom to lay out your schedule for the day, the way that you feel most energetic at different times of the day or what you need to do for yourself or self care and be balanced throughout your day. I think everyone would discover that it's different times of day for everyone. And it doesn't mean that you have anything wrong with you. It just means that for me, when I see sunshine outside, I kind of want to go be outside in the sun for a little bit and maybe take a dip in the ocean or in a pool. 
And then I can come and be productive for, you know, X amount of time. And I am that person, like I get a lot done in a short amount of time, especially when planned out the day according to my ebb and my flow based on that serendipity plan. And that only comes from really learning yourself and asking yourself those questions of when, when is it for me? Is it in the evening? Is it in the morning? Is it midday? And I think the remote working that's happened during the pandemic certainly has allowed people to to kind of find that balance. You mentioned your serendipity plan. It sounds like it's a lot about understanding yourself and what works best for you. Are there other ways in the lifestyle artist experience that that you offer that women can discover what works for them and and how to incorporate more of those things? So you mentioned, you know, time of day when you like to work or where you like to work. Are there other things that women should be tapping into and and thinking about, you know, especially before they like think about taking that leap from their nine to five? So for that, quite a few years ago, around the time I was, you know, kind of playing with this idea around the lifestyle artist and really just trying to even help myself. You know, I found success. That doesn't mean that it stays with you or that it's gonna be long lasting. You have to continue to pursue that. So I'm someone that always just embraces that evolution and trying to get to the next thing, what's going to make me better. And as part of that, I started a writing exercise called Dear Me. And one of the things I I think I struggled with for sure was that imposter syndrome and the validation that maybe I wasn't really getting always from from a client situation or when I did take on other full-time or permanent roles. So One day I just started this writing exercise of Dear Me and I did it for 30 days. Getting up and writing to myself positivity and just validating myself and the work and what I'd done. And it's really an amazing experience when you actually write to yourself like that and you're like, just you're your own motivator. I found that at different junctures in my life since then, I may not do it every day all the time anymore, but I certainly go back to it when I'm questioning, what am I doing or what's next or why am I feeling this way? And I need to remind myself that I am worthy and I do add value. And here's why, you know, you're amazing. You're great. And it's not just about that. You know, you need to focus in on the talents that you have. You need to be able to tell yourself because if you can't tell yourself and you don't value you, no one else is. And that's, Something else that I introduced into the lifestyle artist is my value system. And I spell that V-A-L-Y-O-U because that's really what the value is about is about you. And that's one of the main ones, which is to value yourself. And the Dear Me writing exercise really does help you dig deep because you have to believe you. You have to believe that you're good at this. You're good at whatever it is. You fill in that blank. I I don't care if it's being the best mom or, you know, being a great strategist or making the best food. I don't care what it is, but you need to let yourself know that you're valued. And it's a great, it's a great exercise. It seems really simple, but um, I've gone back and read some of my own letters. Sometimes, like I said, I'll write a new one. Sometimes I'll just go back and pick my folder apart and open one. And I'm like, wow, 
that was really, really good. I feel, I feel better. Like I've even been brought to tears sometimes because I'm like, ah, I needed that. Like I needed myself to say that. Yeah. We forget that we have so much wisdom inside of us and to have that exercise of tapping into that, right. You have this intentional activity that is going to help you tap into your inner wisdom. I love that. Hey friends, we'll get back to the show in just a moment, but I wanted to take just a few seconds to invite you to a free workshop that I created. It's called launch a binge worthy podcast. And it's all about helping you to create a heartfelt podcast that reaches your soul listeners and grows your business. If you want access, just go to podcastandamplify.com. It's totally free. Okay, friend, back to the show. Going back to the values and value, valuing yourself, that is really where it starts, right? Because living that unconventional life or going down our own path, we really do have to believe that we're worth it. We have to believe that it doesn't matter what other people think. It doesn't matter, you know, what society says that we are important enough to honor whatever is calling us or whatever feels right. Honor your, your talent, honor, honor your wisdom, honor your knowledge, honor your journey, like just honor that journey, whatever, whatever it is, you know, even, even if it is the traditional path, I love to see the community that we're part of because I look to you after I met you and, you know, all these other people that I've seen, I've discovered a lot of communities of women in general, but Latinas that I'm just, I'm so proud of because I'm like, there's an amazing Harvard grad. I love that they've made that work because yes, there have been moments in my life where it's like, I even considered 10 years ago when I landed in LA do I need to go back and get this piece of paper? And, you know, I have two years under my belt and a ton of experience. And I was fortunate enough. One of the first persons I met uh, in LA was someone who's on the board at USC business school. And I remember, you know, we became really close friends and one day scheduling a meeting with him because I just, I felt like I needed some guidance and that I needed to really understand if I'd made, not necessarily made the wrong choice. I'd found success, but I felt like maybe I still needed this credential. Maybe I still needed this to, to be validated. And sitting across from this individual, he was like, no, <laughs> well, not you, not for your journey and not for your skill set. And I met you on a on a day where I didn't know you and you came in here and you were pitching the sale of a $30 million business <laughs> and you had just landed in LA. He's like, that's what I loved about meeting you. It's like you were just fearless in that. So if I thought you needed it, I'd absolutely write a recommendation letter for you to go into you know, USC business school. But I just don't see the why of that for you. You know, you've you've carved out your own way, your own path. Not to suggest that, you know, college or universities aren't still a great way to go and, you know, follow that education path. But I think that there needs to be more options that give you a faster track and a, an immersive experience so that you can go and explore that traditional path with a little more wisdom and knowledge from someone who's experienced whatever industry, whatever sector 
Yeah. And I think what you're speaking to is that we all have our own journey. So whatever path that looks like for you, that's really what's important. So why is it important that we pursue our own unique path? And what do those around us gain? One of the ways that I know for me, embracing that journey, I get to get a little bit of that validation from my own two children because I hear them on their journeys and embracing their paths because obviously being who I am, I've nurtured whatever that looks like for them. But hearing them have that confidence from seeing and witnessing my journey, things like my daughter coming to me and telling me she's advised her friends who are 10 years and 15 years older than her on a business plan or just organizing something and that they ask her, you know, oh my gosh, how did, you know, how do you know how to do all this stuff? And you're so smart or so wise. And she's like, from my mom. And it's interesting that you don't realize that people are watching your family, your, your peers, your colleagues, and leading that authentic life of you and that journey, even when it's low or bad or hard, you find that people, people are learning from you. They're inspired by that. And I think that that's a game. That's a game for your family. That's a game for your friends because they're seeing you do it. And secretly, we all want to do that. We're sitting back and we're nervous or afraid of it because of the unknowns. And when you see someone in your circle that you're close to that embraces that and figures out how to take that risk because they have figured out who they are and what their talents are. And how am I going to monetize that? Well, I don't know fully, but I have an idea and I'm going to go after this. And it doesn't have to be like, oh, I'm going to dive into the deep end. It can be steps. I mean, you can test out something. You know, it's the life of an entrepreneur, right? You can you can try, take a baby step, launch your business online, find your immediate community, test it on them, test your friends, what whatever it is. You know, it doesn't have to be this grand gesture of thing. It, it can be a small thing. And that small thing still looks huge to someone else that's still sitting there every day and wondering if they ever can. And by your example, that's inspiring to them. It's comforting. And and they then have a resource in you, a support. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's so important to show generations what's possible and even your peers and your family, like, oh, she can pursue her goals and her dreams. That gives me permission to pursue mine. So it's such a gift to, I think, your entire communities. Before we go, I want to ask you, how is being a Latina a superpower in your business? Latina superpower for sure for me and my business is absolutely about being able to tell our story and being a storyteller and a little bit of a word magician. I love knowing that that I get to do that and that I'm one of the people that can speak from an authentic place. And, you know, that is why it is timely. Everyone who, like I said earlier, who's taken the traditional path or an unconventional path like me. We have built communities now and we're relevant. And I think that, you know, for me, I speak to that not just in business, but in what I do on the lifestyle artist side is you have to remain relevant and stay at the pulse of change. And right now, 
the Latino community is absolutely that pulse. And being able to participate in that and be part of that is really great at this stage in my career. It is an exciting moment for a community. And I want to make sure that people know how they can find out more about you, how they can connect with you. Absolutely. So on the business side of things, I mentioned this earlier, I started my own consulting firm several years ago, and it's called Miglex. I offer C-suite services and marketing and PR services as well, not to mention that I work with a lot of startups. So it's a, it's a broad range of services that, that I'm able to offer, not just with myself, but with other people that are part of my business. And you mentioned also the lifestyle artist where I'm seeking out women who are looking to live a curated life designed by them that they want to experience every day. And through that, I offer one-on-one experiences and coaching to retreats that happen throughout the year in different places. Been a lot of time in Mexico and Puerto Vallarta, but I also am exploring other places and other regions to host events that are for women. And in some cases, I even have launched one that I'm looking to have for mothers and daughters. You can find me at miglex.com. That's my direct website or the lifestyleartist.co. And you'll find a wealth of information at both of those places. And I'm on LinkedIn as well. And each one of those businesses also has all of our accounts across all social media. Wonderful. Well, Lisa, thank you so much for being on the show and sharing your story and helping us to see how we can grab a hold of our own paths and our own journeys and pursue them. So thank you for being on the show. Oh, thank you for having me. I look forward to continuing exploring our ways of working together as well. I really support what you're doing and being able to meet you and know that you're out there as a support for all of us who are still looking for ways to put our voices out there is is really, really unique and very important. Thanks for listening to this episode. And don't forget that you get 10% off your next purchase by visiting our sponsor, originmexico.com and entering code AMPLIFY. Thanks for listening to this episode of Podcast and Amplify. If you love the show, make sure to subscribe so you don't miss an episode. And the best way to support this show is by sharing, rating, and reviewing the podcast. For those of you who leave a review, you'll get the chance to win a 30-minute strategy session or a mini audit of your existing podcast. Thanks for listening. And remember, your voice and what you have to offer is needed in the world. Until next week, take care.